How are you doing, friend? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm having a good day. Good. I <laughs> I uh yeah, I'm so glad we could do this. So you are in you're in Guadalajara right now. I am in Guadalajara. Yeah. How's 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 quarantine life in Guadalajara? Well, you know, I am afraid to say I think it's just beginning. Um, we've been, <laughs> yeah, I read something today it needs to be verified. Always check your facts. Um, mm-hmm. that t- on Monday we had the highest death rate in one day in the world on that day. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And so I actually, I think that one of the problems is that everyone went into quarantine and it worked. And so everybody was like, what's the big deal? Um, and now numbers are really starting to rise. However, mm. testing is also starting to rise. So the numbers what is? Oh, test, um, testing, testing is starting to rise. Yeah, testing. Yeah. If you look yeah. at world-o-meters, um, you, that has wonderful coronavirus statistics for the globe, you see mm-hmm. that, um, gosh, I haven't checked in about a week, but last time I looked, we had only administered 285,000 tests across the entire country. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so we're pretty behind on that. Um, but yeah. hopefully, hopefully. But you're healthy. You're healthy. Yeah. You're safe. That's good. Yeah. I, uh, I, I found it funny how uh, the, the, the hardest thing to find during quarantine was beer. Like, that's what people were hoarding. <laughs> yes. Because you've got to get your priorities straight. <laughs> people were flipping out because production and shipping stopped. And I mean, we're in oh. the land of Corona and tequila. And yeah. so we couldn't find Corona anywhere. Tequila was oh. still readily available, but you can't, you can't drink tequila all the time. I mean, yeah. you can't drink Corona yeah. all the time, but still. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a little rough drinking tequila all the time. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I could not imagine being in, in, I mean, it's it's weird enough in Los Angeles, which by mm. the way, our numbers are starting to shoot up again. I, yeah. I imagine it's because it's a, uh, the protests. I think yeah. we're getting more testing in also, like you were saying, like that kind of, there's a correlation there between the amount of tests and the, the, the cases on the rise. But yeah, being in Mexico, I bet is just, yeah, a completely different scenario. But you know, I, you're, you're one of the most resilient people I know. <laughs> so I know you're going to be okay and you're going to be healthy mm. and, and, uh, yeah, you're going to make it through. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, oh, I don't even know where to start. So, uh, I love how the story of how you and I met, we met through through Colin Wright (laughs) and, uh, we were introduced at like, uh, it was like a Montana university kind of happy hour thing. And then from there you invited me to a game night (laughs) Which then, uh, after like four glasses of wine, I, I had volunteered to be in your play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was so funny because when I was like, you guys were talking about, you and Josh Wagner were talking about how you needed a magician. And I'm like, oh, I can play a magician. <laughs> and you were like, I don't know, can you? So uh, you can come and in, in audition the next day. And uh, I went and auditioned. And yeah, I was very surprised that you let me be in that play. But I got to tell you, Rebecca, like that was, that was like one of the biggest growth experiences I've ever had. Like you, you were a huge part of me kind of, uh, between this like growing up experience, but also this enlightening experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, you just played like a really pivotal role in that. And I, just from the first time I met you, I really admired how, 
you are, uh, for all intents and purposes, I, you know, you live like this, this starving artist lifestyle. And I don't, you know, I don't know if that's a pejorative or not, but I, I don't look at it that way, but, but you've always made it work. And that's something that like, you know, when I say you're resilient, like I've, I've just always seen you make it work with your art and it's, it's incredible. I mean, I guess, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, how, how is it that you have been able to be so resilient, uh, finding ways to make it with your art, whether it's teaching, whether it's the cabaret, whether it's, you know, uh, different classes you put on, like, I don't know, talk to me about how you've been able to make it work for so long. (laughs) Gosh, I don't know. Um, well, wow. Thanks for all of that. I, you know, I, I love you too, man. (laughs) Um, I, I, I think that the best way that I can answer that is it's kind of the blessing and the curse of art, mm. right? Is it just seems to flow through you and you have to listen to it and you have to mm. acknowledge it and walk the path that it's giving you <laughs> to walk mm. and allow it to express. And it's almost like a need, like food or air or water. And that's why you know, the colloquialism of starving artist is so interesting because so many artists are willing to sacrifice their physiological needs, like um, (laughs) the comforts of money and, you know, going out to eat all the time and things like that for this other kind of sustenance that is very spiritual. Um, And that's the curse of it too, because you're like, ah, I can't stop. I just have to do this. I have to make this. And sometimes it does come at a cost of personal health. And I think think that we're having a really good dialogue in the artistic community right now about being better to each other, trying to really raise up our economy, not glorify that that starving artist mentality of sacrificing everything in order to create. And mm-hmm. and and there are a lot of good conversations happening around that. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. feeling a shift because it it how do you, how do you take care of that need to create in the face of everything else that's happening? And there's a lot. It's not just about you know, yourself and your body, it's, it's the needs of the whole world as mm-hmm. we're seeing right now. So. I love, I love how, I just love how passionate you are about, about your work. Um, I don't think I've ever asked you this, but okay. So between, since I've known you, you've had, <laughs> you've had life in Missoula, mm-hmm. uh, where you've, you've had many a creations. You <laughs> were in Whitefish where you did the, the cabaret, which <laughs> was just, I've seen a lot of cabarets and like it was by far, maybe it's because I knew you and Mikey and, and, and Becky and and Dave and everyone else, but it was my favorite, by far my favorite cabaret I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so you, you made a living doing that. Then you moved out to Philadelphia. You did some work there yeah. and now you are in Guadalajara teaching. I guess when you look at all of those experiences, do you have a favorite? Do, do you look at any of them and think like that? that was it. Like that was, that was, that was the highlight. And like, you know, it was your favorite experience. I, I know you love what you're doing. You're doing now, of course. Um, but yeah, I guess talk to me about like what stands out to you the most out of all the, the work you've done. Well, in a, you know, not to cop out on the answer, but in a way they're all a part of each other. 
Like they mm. all flow and lead and, um, and, and go into each other. And I think there are really special things about each time um, and mm. place. You know, Whitefish was obviously very special for so many reasons. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the love that we got to share with that community and the way that we were able to interact with each other and just create, like we were, <laughs> we choked that we were like, a seven headed creative monster, you know, mm-hmm. because when we were together, we would just consume, consume, like, wow, we were our own entity. You know, you think of who are you individually? Um, mm-hmm. And then who are you with certain people? Because I mm-hmm. think that anytime we're around someone, we feed off of each other and we're, we're building these other energies, that relationship, like what is a relationship? It's almost another being mm-hmm. in a way. And so that was just one of the most special relationships I've ever experienced in my life because it was this group of people that had this incredible synergy and way of creating and fearlessness um, mm. around around what what we were creating and doing and then the love from the community. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I think of <clears throat> all the work I've known of yours, the <clears throat> the uh, – Sorry, I'm like voices given out here. Yeah. My uh, my perception of what you did for the Whitefish community, I mean, <laughs> you all were a staple in that oh. community. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really really it was really really awesome. And you know, I gotta say, um, and I've never really pieced it together until like kind of talking this out with you right now. <laughs> but I feel like you do a really good job of letting go of your projects. Mm-hmm. when it's appropriate to let go, like you don't cling to, I, I can't think of you clinging to anything. It's like <laughs> you, were in, you were in Missoula and you did uh, some productions there and then you saw an opportunity in Whitefish. So then you went up there and you started the cabaret mm-hmm. and then you saw, you know, like, Hey, this, we're going to have to let this go. And uh, you, you went off to, I think it was Philly after Whitefish it, well, that, I was kind of back and forth between yeah. Philly and Whitefish for a while. So it was floating, you know, floating as we do. But but it's yeah. like, you know, Whitefish, it, I'm looking at it from my perspective, and it was such a magical thing yeah. that, like, I would have, you would have had to have, like, pried it out of my dead, shriveled up Because it was such a precious thing. Where when I look at how you approached it, you were like, Hey, you know what? Like this had a good run mm. and, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to let go of it. And, uh, yeah, I just, I really, I don't know if you can speak to that at all. If, if it's just <laughs> who you are as a person, but I don't know. How, how are you able to kind of let your, your babies go, so to speak, after you've developed them and move on to something else? Is there, you, do you have a secret that you can share? <laughs> <with>? <laughs> um, you know, no, except maybe, that I've always tried to look ahead instead of behind, um, mm. instead of uh, instead of what has happened and what has been done. Just like, it, you know, and part of that was this opportunity in Guadalajara to teach theater at this wonderful school um, mm. to these wonderful people, um, high schoolers. It mm. was an incredible opportunity, and I think, you know. We in our community, we are a lot of travelers, you know, knowing you. Um, oh, my computer screen went dark. I hope that's not And so taking the opportunities as they come 
I, and we do have this community of travelers and people who are mm-hmm. fluid and always moving. And, you know, so many of my friends, when I see them, I see them like you, I see you in a different place every time. And that, yeah. you know, that's a part of the problem right now, obviously, is that we are, we are traveling too much as people and we're perpetuating these things and this virus is happening. And so we have to reconsider that kind of, that kind of fluidity. Um, yeah. It was no, you are very ignorant. <laughs> yeah, no, you are very good. That's actually that's what it is. Like you have the personality where you can kind of go with the flow. And, you know, I have, I have that ability to, to kind of be fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be like, I've never had, I've just never created anything like you have before. And <laughs> I, I think that you probably are a little bit more fluid, which, you know, that it's, I'm not trying to compare who's more fluid or not, but yeah, I just, all this to say, like, I really do admire how, you are able to always make it work. And I know that sometimes like you're eating ramen noodles because that's what you got to do. <laughs> you know, in order to I make would it work. never ever eat ramen because they're bad for you and contain hydrogenated <laughs> oils and that will fucking kill you. Oh, I'm so sorry. You should edit that out. No, you can, to- no, you can totally cuss. It's so funny. Josh and I say the same thing. We talk about, how- I talk about how I lived off of PB and J and ramen. <laughs> Uh-huh. And but then I always follow it up with please don't live off of PBJ and ramen because those are like that's a really unhealthy diet. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know what I've eaten all my life is lentil soup. Um, oh. So so just like in in any any version of that, which is mm-hmm. rice, dried rice, beans, and fresh vegetables like onions, carrots, celery. Of course, is the stock of any food, and then mm-hmm. kale and spinach. And you can do so many things with that and you can eat for $25, $30 a week if you're willing to eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. But it's also so nourishing and healthy and plant-based. And, you know, I always joke that I never, I'm never so healthy as when I have no money because that's when you can't drink, mm. you can't smoke, you can't, you know, you, yeah. you are doing the the you're giving your body what it needs. And because you know that there are limited resources, you're trying to give it the absolute best. And yeah, yeah. It's like you're bound, you're bound to the essentials because that's all that you can afford. And I will say I have had your lentil soup uh, (laughs) a few times and and you do make an amazing lentil soup. Thank you. It's (laughs) it's from my grandmother. It's a, it's an old family recipe from Mm -hmm. Greece. Didn't we, did you do that? I remember uh, when we were in Croatia, which by the way, like you're one of my, you and Wagner, uh, you are uh, Mariah and I's like favorite travel buddies. Because like you said, like every time we see each other, it's like in a different part of the world. But when Same we were in buddy. Croatia, you remember that that like leftover stew that you made? Did, yeah. Did you put, I think you ended up putting lentils in. That was like kind of a lentil stew type situation, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that's the yeah. magic of rice and beans because together they create such a complete nutritious protein. And then mm. you just add vegetables and vegetables are delicious. It doesn't matter how you mix them, really. Well, except, you know, watch out for the strong ones like red peppers and green peppers because those will overtake the flavor. But, yeah, Mm. just I think that mixing things together, making do with what you have is a beautiful Mm -hmm. way to go about food. And that's, you know, from the garden, too. What are you growing and what can you make from that? Because it's it's so precious and important and it all tastes so good. <laughs> no doubt. I remember like you putting that together in Croatia and <laughs> I just, you know, I, I just thought like, oh, cool. 
Rebecca's making a stew. <laughs> you know, this is going to be sustenance. It's food. I'm, I'm so grateful that Rebecca is making food for us. But then like I tasted it and I was like, shit, this is awesome stew. <laughs> like that you just made from random leftovers that we had uh, from the, the restaurant the night before. <laughs> and But you know what? It's, it's the simple things, salt and pepper and vegetables, mm-hmm. maybe a spice or two or an herb if you have it. But mm-hmm. man, food is delicious. <laughs> oh, Rebecca, we're going to have, we got so many more good times on the horizon. I, uh, I know we're going to get down to Guadalajara eventually. When yeah, things, I really when We can travel again. Yeah. I was going to say when things get back to normal, but things will never be normal again. No. Um, no. But uh, we will be able to travel a little bit more freely, uh, hopefully, yeah. you know, within the next six months to a year. But, oh, I just, I just love having you as a friend. You really <laughs> have played an important role in my life, and I'm just so grateful for you. Thanks, man. I'm grateful for you too. Like I, I can't even express how much. So <laughs> yeah, actually for the few times, you know, I haven't, I haven't really talked much during quarantine. Mm-hmm. I've been pretty uh, quiet, I guess. And you, believe it or not, for the couple times we've talked, yeah, you guys and played Catan yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's, um, I'm, I'm grateful for those moments. You're the joy that you bring and your earnestness and laughter and just letting go. So it's a, mm. it's a great adventure of spirit with both Amen. of you guys. So thank you. Amen. <laughs> thank right. you for being one of the universes I'm able to explore with joy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for giving uh, the world what you have to give. You know what? I, it's interesting. Like I, I don't know where I would direct someone. Like if someone was like, Hey, let me see Rebecca Schaefer's work. Like where would I send them? <laughs> um, I have a website, but it's really old right now. It's just my <laughs> name. It's just www.rebeccashafer.com. And then I also, I have for my accordion busking thing, my name is Bex Buskin. <laughs> and that's just the B-E-X-B-U-S-K-I-N. Oh that just like gave me... Street performance. <laughs> just gave me all the... Uh... Ireland memories oh, from yeah. uh, from you busking in Ireland. <laughs> like we'd be walking around a Galway, and you're like, "Okay, Ryan and Mariah, uh, I'm going to busk for about an hour. You guys walk around and come back and meet me. Um, I'm just going to sit here and, <laughs> and busk for an hour. I love it. Like it is truly like you are you are tenacious, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. All right, oh, I'm, I'm going to so let you go. Thank you. <laughs> it was so Thank good you. talking to you. Like I, I almost didn't even realize that we were recording. I know that you were like, Oh, I'm going to hit record, but yeah. yeah. Talking <laughs> to you. Thanks so much. Yeah. No, thank you. All right. Yeah. You take care. Thank you. You too. And I will see you soon. All right. Mariah says hi. Tell your man that we say hi. Hi Mariah. I love you guys <laughs> so much. You, we love, love you too. All right. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.